0: Hi, and welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week we are talking about season three, episode nine, three's a crowd, six is a freak show.
1: That is a weird title. It's
0: a weird title. I don't really like the term freak show either. It just kind of makes me think of like American horror story.
1: Oh, poor baby.
0: So um, if you are listening to this going, this doesn't sound anything like my favorite podcast, that's because it's high, it's Tess, it was Pride this weekend and I was six, so I lost my voice. So... We're doing the husky voice edition.
1: Your voice doesn't sound that bad, actually. I'm I'm actually surprised now how good it sounds considering how bad you sounded yesterday. I
0: mean, admittedly, yesterday I like Matthew barred me from speaking all day. Mm-hmm. Like I was basically Ben Platt on vocal rest before the Tonys. <laughs> he was like, "Don't talk to anyone today. We need Did to record help? the podcast." It might have. Like, I, I don't really know because I have nothing to compare it to. We should
1: have recorded your voice yesterday and then put it up as a oh special my God. bit.
0: Yesterday's voice was <laughs> so bad. It was kind of like, you know when they have someone on TV who sounds like they're going through puberty? Yes. It sounded like that. Yes, it did. It was not good. But anyways, so season three, episode nine, three is a crowd, six is a freak show. Um, Will and Jack do battle over the same lava while a freaked-out Grace learns she has a six-toe (laughs) bow. Someone had a lot of fun writing that episode description, I see. I love puns. Do you love puns? (laughs) Matthew loves puns. I
1: actually thought this was a pretty well-constructed episode. It's kind of got a good framing device at the beginning, and it carries through to the end.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty well-constructed episode. Um, Wasn't my favorite, but still pretty good. But still good.
1: So the framing device for this episode, it kind of has a cold open with Will and Grace chatting, and then it comes back to it at the end. Where Will and Grace are talking and they are saying, Oh, I went on a date. It was really good, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it. So of course they talk about it and of course they jinx it.
0: So yeah, so they talk about it, of course.
1: And that's so that's just the end. And, then, Some they mis- jinx it. and ensue. then it's
0: it's just terrible. I did like that they both kind of like started knocking on wood immediately <laughs> because I I like I'm not a superstitious person, but I grew up in a superstitious household, so like the two things that I like still do is I don't put my shoes on the table. hmm because my family's Irish and that's like a right, the whole thing. bad superstition. And then like I knock on wood if I say like, oh, well, nothing bad's happened yet. Right. I don't know why. Maybe it's supposed to scare away Murphy's Law or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, um, I think the Grace plot in this episode has a little bit more, uh, not subversion, but like. It goes places you don't expect it to.
0: Yeah, I really kind of expected a lot more herpes jokes.
1: Because Grace begins the episode fine and then like goes to the dermatologist and has like a freckle frozen. She
0: says it's a freckle frozen, which makes me think it was like some other thing happened. Like it was like a, a growth or a right. wart or something. It's like some wart, yeah. But anyways, whatever she has frozen, like it blows up and it's it looks like she has like a giant like witch wart or herpes sore. I know
1: dermatologist, but I've heard this can really happen. It looks horrifying.
0: Herpes? Herpes affects no, I just mean like a in large general, number like, of Americans. I just
1: mean, in general, when you like go to a dermatologist and they're like, oh, we're going to take care of this thing. Like Usually, it has to like crust up. That's you I know what? When
0: I had a wart on my foot when I was a kid, they did freeze it off, mm. but they had to do it twice because uh. it didn't take the first time because it was like really yep very warty. See, I had a
1: wart when I was a kid, and we did the soaking thing.
0: Oh. So did not you, work. Did you not go to the doctor then?
1: No, we went to the doctor. Okay. But like, the doctor said to soak it, they didn't freeze it.
0: You see, I had a lot of weird little growths happen to me when I was a mm. child. So, first I had a wart, but it wasn't like in a normal wart place. It was like in the middle of my foot. Mm. Like, in like, the arch where it doesn't touch stuff.
1: Yeah, I it wasn't in the arch, but it was like the ball of the foot. Like right. Well, down. I
0: think that's like a common area it it to get yeah. warts, but mine was like right in the arch, which is weird That's a weird place, weird. yeah. But, and then I remember very vividly because this was the 90s, and so I was wearing skirts, which they're like shorts, but they're a skirt. Right and tights to this girl Jubilee's birthday party oh at the McDonald's play place, and I was in the ball pit. This is when they still had ball pits, and uh, the wart fell off of my tights, Ugh. and I like had to like go to the bathroom shamefully and shake it out. And shake it
1: out. It That's was... gross. But
0: at least it wasn't on my face. That is good. But it,
1: it's funny because like the whole episode at the beginning is just her dodging. This guy yeah, who's super cute. Well, okay, he's, he's fine.
0: He's fine. He's that guy. He was in, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine as, like, shitty commander for a while.
1: Right, exactly. But she... It goes on forever, kind of. It without, it's, like,
0: a really weirdly long bit because she's at a toy store with Karen. Yeah. Because Karen is buying her stepson a, a gift, but it also implies that her stepson's at that age where all he's interested in is masturbating. And food. And food's, like, why is she at a toy store? Mm-hmm. Like, he's clearly, like, 13 and... <laughs> like and counting. Like, wouldn't want toys. But, so, and then there's a, a nice moment where Grace literally dives into a doll, a, a doll pit. Jesus Christ, that would be terrifying. <laughs> a ball pit to hide from this guy because she doesn't want him to see her, like, weird mouth growth. Yeah. But, like, it's, not knowing the plot of the episode,
1: I didn't really know where it was going because I assumed she was going to hide from this guy and, like, oh, and then he was going to, mm-hmm. like, be really shallow or, or, or whatever. Like, right. I thought it was going to reveal that he actually had her and then she's going to be like, No.
0: I was really expecting a lot more herpes jokes. I didn't yeah. remember this episode. But I, mean, I that only
1: is the plot of the episode is that Grace ultimately reveals herself as very shallow.
0: But you know what? I'm gonna give her this one.
1: Yeah, it's fair. The guy, it turns out, does not have herpes. But he does have... Six toes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so he, like, says this to, like, make her feel better. He's like, we all have, like, weird things. And she's right. like, yeah, I'm sure you have, like, a patch of dry skin or something. And she, like, mm-hmm. lists off some benign stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have six toes. And mm-hmm. then apparently that's, like, a thing for Grace. <laughs> like, an extra... She, like, starts talking about, like, one of those, like, tumors that have, like, hair yep. and teeth in them. That's gross. Those are gross.
1: Um, I don't think that's a deal breaker for me. Six uh, toes? Six toes. I mean, like, everybody has toes. Like, whatever. Toes are weird. Mm-hmm. I do think it's a little weird that he has... 11 total toes. Because I thought when he said that he had six toes, he he meant he had six on each foot. But the episode clearly establishes that he has six on one foot and five on the other. That is
0: kind of weird. That's like an interesting genetic quirk.
1: Yeah, because that means that there's more like a, a splitting in like an early stage versus like a genetic mutation that gave him an extra toe. I don't know which is more common. I'm not up on toes either. I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not a podiatrist.
0: You're not a toe guy.
1: That's a podiatrist.
0: No, 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 but like in addition to not being a podiatrist, you're also not a toe person. Oh, yeah. Like you don't have a toe fetish. Yeah,
1: okay. So I was listing off doctors and you were listing off uh, sex- Things. Liking types. Yep. Fetishes is the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for.
0: So like, <laughs> here's the thing. This is the reason that this guy kind of grossed me out. It didn't have anything really to do with the extra toe. It had everything to do with the fact that he like, on their second date, like wanted a foot massage. Yeah. Like, that's way too intimate, bro. That was a
1: real, like... That was a real dude move. But, like, not a cool dude. Like...
0: You hear those? He came over
1: to, like, watch the game and have his feet rubbed by her. Like...
0: Oh, like... First of all, what is this? 1954? What's wrong with you?
1: Right! Like, that's such... Like, that's the deal breaker for me with him. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, the whole episode... And not like Will and Grace is, like, you know... It's supposed to be a perfect show. But, like, it does this all the time where, like... It presents, like, a guest character who has, like, some actual flaw... And then the other character who's on the show full time spends the entire episode freaking out about something completely unrelated. Right,
0: like they like couch the actual flaw in like a very minor silly flaw.
1: Right. Like if Grace was like, oh my God, like you are so presumptuous, like I don't care about your toe, but you're being so annoying.
0: Right, but it's, instead they just have her be like, oh God, the toe, it's in my face. Right.
1: Totally normal for a guy to come in and take his socks off though. No. That's not weird for Grace. Dude,
0: one time I went out with this guy and he had the smelliest feet and we went out for a while <laughs> and I like didn't, Know how to like deal with it, <laughs> and I have like a super nose. I don't so... think I've ever
1: gone out with anyone who has smelly feet, but I don't have a particularly sharp nose, so I guess I wouldn't. You don't know. smell very well. I mean, I just smell like a normal amount for an average human.
0: And meanwhile, I am a wolf.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> I am a raccoon. I gotta get in there, get <laughs> <give> what's good, <laughs> go back to the river with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God, that sounded very emphizem emphizemic.
1: Em- Amphysmic?
0: Oh, man. But...
1: So, spoiler alert, Grace breaks up with him. And so her relationship is ruined. But, you know... The old, old, you know, medicine woman was right. And, you know...
0: (laughs) I'm going to break forth my seed and prove the fortune teller wrong! Yes, there it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no. Totally. But, like, the thing is, like, I... I don't... I'm not, like, mad that she breaks up with him because I didn't like him mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah. So, like, I... And I, I guess I did appreciate her trying to pretend like it was because she didn't like him because he was a Celtics fan.
1: I think that's really all we can ask of ourselves in the world is, is that we try not to be shallow and if we are going to be shallow... We, we at least, lie. We at least couch it in something else first. And if we're called on it, then we admit it. I think those are the three fundamentals of human existence. Uh-huh. Try not to be shallow. If you are shallow, hide it in something different...
0: Not less shallow. Just
1: different. different.
0: And if you're called on it, admit it and move on. Just admit it and throw him out of your apartment. (laughs) Because that's all we really want. Oh, and then he, like, weirdly is like, here, I found your freckle. And then. I'm not
1: getting convinced that wasn't an ad lib because of the fact that he thought it was weird that she didn't have the freckle.
0: Yeah. Well, because that's the thing, they don't talk about it. Like, just Uh like. She just suddenly doesn't have it, the the weird thing on her face anymore. And then her reaction is so priceless, too. She just, like, shuts the door and doesn't give a shit. And she's like, oh, great, I can wear lipstick again.
1: (laughs) I did think it was a nice, relatable problem this week. But for both of the characters. Like, Grace's problem was like, oh, no, I'm feeling very self-conscious about my dermatology appointment. And I have this thing on my face. Whereas, like, Will and Jack have, like, the very human problem of, like, wanting to date the same guy. Which is, like, still kind of sitcom-y. Right. But, like... That's a real thing that could happen in real life.
0: I think it's also a real thing that does happen, especially in, like, queer communities. Yes. Like, um, the joke is always that if you are gay or queer of any variety and you date, it's mm-hmm. like applying for a job. You either have to get referred or meet online. <laughs> yes. So, like, it makes total sense that they both met the same guy at a party. They both gave the guy their number. Right. And he'd ask them both out and not realize mm-hmm. that they were friends. Because, right. like, just that's just how you meet people. This is pre this is pre- Right, he you give them both- Internet. His, it, it's, like,
1: it's like Tinder when you swipe right on everyone. It's like, right. You know, or like you swipe right more than you think you will. Like, you're like, okay, I'm going to fish and I'm going to put some lines out there and like, mm-hmm. I'll see who bites. And in this episode, it turns out that Will and Jack both bite the same guy, Paul- Apparently they're both into that.
0: Speaking of fish, really quickly, I don't know if this is still true, but for a brief second, I was on plentyoffish.com, the dating website, mm-hmm. and they did not have an option to be bisexual. You could either be gay or straight, and they had no other options.
1: Yeah, that's because Plenty of Fish is one of the Christian ones.
0: I didn't know that at mm-hmm. the time. You are dumb.
1: So um It's like Noah.
0: There was like half a second where I debated creating two different accounts, but then mm-hmm. I'm like, I would never be able to keep track of who I've been <laughs> messaging or whatever. You have know, like a
1: spreadsheet, like the beautiful mind thing pops up around. Oh yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: I'm talking like Shirley. Black level, like, mind palace having to keep yeah. track of the people I'm talking to.
1: I actually thought it was interesting about the three's company bit this episode is, first of all, that we find out right away because Will just, like, comes home from work and this guy Paul is in the lobby and he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then Jack comes out. It's, and they have this, like, kind of fun moment where, like, it's interesting because they're not really jealous of each
0: other, right. but, like,
1: but they're the... both they both want the guy. Yeah. It's a very interesting dynamic.
0: It's that, almost, like, competitive.
1: Yeah. It's hard to think of another example of that outside of a queer relationship on tv or even in like real life like it's i feel like when you don't have an even love triangle when you have heterosexual dynamics where like Mm. two of the parties are not in love with each other right or could not be
0: right yeah i think that having it be like an all gay queer love triangle is very interesting because it does kind of like also allude to the possibility that like and we know that Jack and Will aren't, like, together, mm-hmm. but, like, it complicates things. It makes yeah. it different. I guess,
1: I guess that's not really a, a great example of why it feels different. Because, like, you can have, like, two guys in love with the same girl, and, like, they're, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we we've all friends. seen The Hunger Games. Okay, fair. But I, there's something different about it, and I'm relating it to the queerness, and maybe that's not fair.
0: Well, I think that's something that we talked about a lot. It's just that Will and Grace tends to take these very common sitcom tropes mm-hmm. and just queers them a little. So I think... Yeah. That this is kind of them dipping their toe into the, like, the love triangle thing, where they sort of didn't do that when we had the Patrick Dempsey episode. Yes. Where, like, instead we have, like, again, like, you know, Will being, like, neutral and sexless while he helps Jack, and then mm-hmm. as soon as Jack is interested in someone else, then Will can be, like, a viable option. Right, right, Whereas right. this is the first... That's very interesting. The first time we're seeing both of them potentially viable options as, like, sexual and romantic partners for this one guy.
1: Well, and the guy actually (laughs) picks Will. Yeah. Originally. Which, I I was frustrated that we didn't really get more of the guy's perspective on why he picked one or the other. I Mm -hmm. thought that was one area where the episode was a little lacking. Yeah. If only because it it makes it... I mean, you know, it's it's not going to be a surprise to anyone that there's a triangle... They bicker about it. They decide not to date the guy. But Uh then Will goes back on it because the guy's super interested. Right. But then he breaks up with him and then he starts banging Jack, like, immediately.
0: Right. So, like, we have...
1: So it's not very clear what this guy wants. Does he want what Will says he wants, which is
0: a... A relationship.
1: Or does he want a hookup and he just thinks Will's cuter? And then settles for Jack.
0: You know? Yeah. I did think that this episode, especially when Jack and Will were kind of arguing over it, did have some really good, like, kind of funny back and forth insults. Yeah. Um, Well, and they
1: did a weird thing, which is almost like Rosario-esque.
0: Yeah. Because they did this thing, and I can't do it because of my sexy voice. Um, You can
1: be Will, and I'll be Jack.
0: Okay, I'll be Will. So, like, basically, like, Will, like, is, like, Jack, you know, I know we agreed that we were both going to back off of Paul, but you see, he called me a bunch of times, and he really wants to go out, so I made a date with him. Yeah, so basically Jack freaks out and is like, his voice is so high-pitched, it's completely unintelligible. It's it's
1: completely unintelligible. And they start- It like, actually kind of caught me by surprise how ridiculous it was, because yeah. it's not a character trait no. we see with Jack.
0: And it's just, it's really- It kind of
1: throws off his entire voice for the rest of the scene. It
0: kind of does, and it sort of makes me wonder if, like, um, if Sean Hayes had, like, some sort of, like, vocal problem happening that week, and they're like, can you make this noise? Can you just do this a lot instead? <laughs>
1: right. And or like vice versa, like it gave him a vocal problem.
0: It, yeah, I could also see that. But it's very funny they start making a bunch of jokes about how only dogs can hear it, and then there is one point where Jack is bitching, but like you just see his mouth moving and you can't hear anything. And then dogs like go And dance. then there's a bunch of dogs in the building and you just hear like roof, roof, roof. <laughs> See that I can do the I can do the dog right. voices.
1: Yeah this week. Because you've got a like oh a rough voice. Ha <laughs> ha ha Oh. This was an episode that While it's a very relatable episode, I didn't feel like there was really anything that related to our own life except for our rule about dating other people.
0: Yes, so I'm thinking we've talked about this possibly before Mm -hmm. on the podcast, but as a reminder, Matthew and I have what we have dubbed the bisexual rule, which is the only time that either of us would ever potentially be in a a situation where we could both be going out with the same person Mm because Matthew's gay and I am bi, so it's the bisexual rule, which is if a bi guy is showing interest in both of us, Matthew has decided since bi men are basically unicorns that I have dibs first mm-hmm. and, I, well, and I honestly
1: I believe that you are statistically most likely except for the fact that they're unicorns and don't exist uh-huh. I feel like a bi guy kind of hits every marker for you purely like baseline like every like a generic every gender and sexuality I feel like a bi guy hits all your target markers I
0: mean I am he's already gay kind of
1: kind of he can fulfill you with his man penis he I do like is manners. sensitive
0: because he, he's
1: gay a little. He
0: might be Daryl from Craziest Girlfriend. It might be
1: Daryl from Craziest Girlfriend. You'd be able to bond over being bisexual with each other. Yes. He'd probably put on eyeliner sometimes. That would be hot. Yeah. He might like try on like more feminine attributes sometimes. I'm really Or tur- maybe just be like super butch about it which like, also turn,
0: turn you on. I don't know. Into very butch guys, like I feel like if I ha- if I was dating- you don't think
1: you'd be turned on by a bisexual guy butching it up though?
0: Maybe I'd be turned yeah, on by like that, but only if he didn't always butch it yeah, up. Yeah, no,
1: no, he's got to be like a this is like a like baseline if, generic. Like, like, like if
0: his baseline was kind of like 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 low femme or something, yeah. and then like he butched it up, that mm-hmm. would be hot. Yeah. Like he like he's like low femme operationally, but then uh-huh. like is into softball or something. Right, right. Like you need a you need softball's a- about as butch as I. You get. also
1: can't just have like a guy who is. Like, physically bisexual. You need, like, a political bisexual.
0: Oh, I need a political bisexual, yeah, that's,
1: for that's, sure. That's the angle you're looking for. Like oh, you yeah. want
0: yeah. But I feel like there
1: probably are more bisexual gay men than would admit to it.
0: What the hell does that mean? I mean that there are... A bisexual gay man. I mean that, like... Hmm, tell me more. Are they, like, three-quarters bisexual?
1: <laughs> I I, that's still bisexual. I, I understand that. But I'm saying that because gay is such a concrete cultural identity, I feel like... You know, like it's it's kind of uh, like in Civil War times, where if you had any African American ancestry, you do not considered...
0: one drop rule bisexual <laughs> men, Matthew. No, no, that's racist. No, no, no,
1: no. I'm not saying I'm I, just that's racist. Clear, just to clarify, I'm not saying that because they like men, they're gay. I'm saying that the preponderance in the community is for them to identify as gay. That's true because of bi erasure.
0: Yes, that's true. I'm
1: not being racist. You're I'm not, not being saying racist. that they
0: are gay. You're not being racist. Or sexist. Or or, sexist. Or biphobic. Or 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 biphobic. Which is what we're actually talking
1: about. I'm not being any of those things. (laughs) I'm just saying that because of the way the gay community works, I feel like there is a... I feel like you need a political bisexual because you need someone who, like you, is really confident about being bisexual and is not saying... I predominantly like men or women, and so I'm going to slot myself in that category. That's
0: very true. I definitely would not want to go out with someone who would wave a rainbow flag at the Pride Parade and not wave a bi flag. Right. Exactly. I need a political bisexual. Yes.
1: So I accept your apology for calling me a racist on this podcast.
0: Speaking of the Pride Parade, really quick, this has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) But I got so sunburnt at the Pride Parade, which was yesterday for us, and my favorite thing that happened was – so you guys know Noodles & Company, the restaurant <laughs> in the in the U.S.? So, like, the entire staff of the Noodles & Company walked by – With like a big sign that says pride comes in all flavors. And then they have like multicolored pool noodles. And I like lost my shit. Like I don't think anyone else thought it was as funny as I did. Literally no
1: one did. I took a poll later.
0: I was dying. I was just like I'm sunburned. I'm exhausted. There's pool noodles and it's gay. I love it. So anyways that's my pride parade story for this year. Hooray. Pool noodles. Yay pool noodles. But so, anyways, what were, the bisexual rule? That's we we're talking about we're the time. bisexual. Rule. I feel
1: like we really covered it. I mean, I think so. So, if if test says no to someone, then like, Matthew, was, then I can have full reign to do whatever yeah, I want to but his body.
0: I, it's basically just like a quick, like it's an eye test. It's in right. it's a yes no. Am I interested? This is completely
1: of... theoretical, by the way, because this we has never, never actually, actually happened. This has never happened. We've never encountered a bisexual boy because
0: they're unicorns. They're
1: fucking unicorns.
0: They're magical. I believe that their tears can cure cancer. Probably that would explain a lot, but not AIDS. Not AIDS. Get tested, everyone. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Please get tested.
1: (laughs) All right. I think that's everything we have for this. On a low note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please get tested.
1: I think that's everything we have for this week, right? I think so,
0: too. It's a little bit of a shorter one, you guys, but I think you probably appreciate that after our last two Yeah, we've had
1: two really long ones in a row, so I could use a nice, simple send-off, I think.
0: Matthew, you didn't you know what, I'm going to cut this part, but you don't have to edit this episode, so (laughs) don't be a bitch. You know what, no, I'm not going to cut that part. That part's staying in. Bye. You'll never know, because I'm editing it.
1: If you didn't like the fact that Tess left that part in, here's where you can complain on social media.
0: Tell the people, Matthew.
1: (laughs) The best place to complain is on our Twitter page. You can also send us nice comments there. Other places where we exist are on Facebook, Tumblr, you can send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can find our show notes on Medium. And we're posting on iTunes, Podbean, and Mixcloud.
0: Yay!
1: <laughs> okay, I think that's all we have.
0: I think that's it.
1: Yeah, it's really hot in our po- uh, our podcast.
0: In our podcast. It's, it's really hot, hot in our, in our podcast. podcast.
1: It's really hot in our living room. It is. So I think we're going to go sit in front of a fan.
0: And watch Orange the New Black. Yeah. Um, have a good rest of your pride this week. And continue priding on for the rest of the month. I forgot it was a month long <laughs> thing. Sorry. In Milwaukee, Pride it was this weekend, so right. I'm like, Pride's over. We're done. Yeah. But keep on keeping on, Pride. Yeah, keep pride on keeping on. The Pride on. out of Pride.
1: We're uh, we're gonna keep plugging along as the the time goes on. I don't mm-hmm. think we've decided yet if we're taking a break for this, but in case we haven't mentioned it, we're going to London. We're gonna soon. be in
0: London the last week of June.
1: Yeah, I think the timing works out that there's the possibility
0: that we might not take a break, mm-hmm. but
1: we'll have to see how our schedules work. Yes. Things are getting a little crazy
0: Yeah, things might be a little cuckoo bananas. So yeah. we will probably let you know on one of those social media pages. We told and you, and we're about. certainly
1: not going to upload from London. No, like, can you imagine the the social media charges? Oh my god! Like we had to upload the podcast on internet last week. That was too much.
0: Ma- Matthew, do you not realize that they have Wi Fi in London?
1: Yeah, but like I'm not going to bring my laptop. I mean. So then i got to, like, set up a remote connection to the laptop from an internet cafe. Then i got to, like, upload the podcast. It's, it's just not going to work.
0: Are you okay, man?
1: It's really hot in here.
0: Okay. Well, that's all from us, you guys. <laughs> Stay cool. Happy Pride. Thanks and for listening. Thanks for listening.
1: We'll be back next week.
0: Yep. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode of Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one very warm kitten. Wow. Why is this cool? This episode was sponsored by air conditioning. Or at least it would be... If we had it...